Now, this is a film that caught my attention, uh, I want to say from another random list I was watching on YouTube or something. And it was interesting to me because it's a it's a very interesting foundation that the film itself builds that I was intrigued by and I wanted to see where it went. Um, it is a film that kind of just did like the Sundance uh, film festival kind of route and you kind of only know about it if you know about it. It had a very minimal release window and I don't think it got much as far as, you know, any sort of financial gain or anything. But it is extremely highly rated. You know, once I saw it, I gave it a look-see and it's got pretty much nothing below like... 80% in most places for reviews, you know, I think uh, Metacritic had it something like a, like a, an 8.3 or something, you know, like a 7 out of 10, something like that. And because of that, I was like, okay, I'm going to put this on the list for this month. I'm going to watch this, you know, it's been on my list. Let's watch some new things or newer things and, you know, give them a chance, give these sort of things that you don't normally hear about unless you hear somebody talk about it. And I wanted to talk about it so I could sort of bring more attention to it because I think it's a film that's really worth it. Censor uh, came out in 2021. It is a, uh, a British-based film that only has come overseas if you're able to find a copy of it. And it's about this woman who works for the starting of the video censorship back in the mid 80s so it's sort of a timepiece but the timepiece is that it's meant to portray somebody who's in a profession that i mean it, off the top of my head i don't know any other film that has really done that sort of dive into that area which is very unique and it's kind of weird to think that nobody has thought about that yet like nobody's gone back to say hey you know, let's portray somebody in this profession that's never been portrayed before. Like, it's a really interesting light on, if if it's accurate, I don't know if it's 100% accurate or not, but if it is accurate, the idea of what those censored people were going through back then is crazy. Just that portion of the film, which isn't even a big deal in the film, but it's totally worth it just to see it for that aspect because all the little things that you do see are very much... I think a highlight of that era, because when you're talking about people wanting to censor movies or even things that we have nowadays, you know, this is talking about why is there no film or biography about the people who were trying to censor music back in the eighties. And now they, then they were trying to censor video games in the nineties. And like all of these interesting concepts behind censorship, this is the first one I've seen a first film or movie or TV show or anything that I've seen that gives that portrayal of somebody that works in that environment. So it kind of shows this woman going through the motions and showing what it's like for her to kind of watch these gruesome scenes and films that are trying to get decent ratings so they can get kind of pushed out into media and into video stores. Cause again, eighties video stores were a big thing. So if you can get your video into a video store, it was a big deal. And this kind of focuses on the horror end aspect of things. So she's reviewing horror movies and watching their gruesome scenes and deciding whether or not they can go through or picking out the things that uh, directors and editors need to cut so they can get a good rating and can be pushed out. Otherwise they have to stop it in its tracks and they can't let the movie release. Again, unfortunately that's not the full basis of the film. 
it's just interesting to see that part of it and for that to be based around this character as well. So essentially the story is really about this woman is struggling with the idea that her her sister went missing when they were younger and it kind of kicks off with her parents coming to her and saying that, listen, we've been looking for years. You know, I think they said there's something like 20 years or something the daughter was missing for. And they're finally ready to sort of move on and they want to like create a burial for her they want they have the death certificate they want to kind of move on because they want to kind of let it be known that she is now legally dead because it's been 20 years and the sister is not really ready to let go and the the main character doesn't really want to say that she's dead so you can kind of see that she's a little indifferent about it but what i think is also interesting is that when you think about her job you know, when you watch gruesome shit all day, every day, and that's your job is to pick out gruesome shit and say, what's more gruesome than the next? That That's going to desensitize you a little bit. That's going to make you not really think a lot about, you know, what's real and what's not real. And that's what the film starts to kind of portray, because, of course, what happens is this tape come across her desk and it's essentially there's an actress in there that she thinks is her sister. That was, instead of being dead, was kidnapped and put into the movies or something. So she goes on this spree of trying to find the producer, the director, find the filming grounds, and find this actress to kind of say, Hey, you're my long-lost sister, please come back with me. And the ending is so crazy. It's very traumatic because... Essentially, she gets on the film set and they're filming another horror film. So in the process of filming another horror film, she's not separating reality from what she thinks is the movie or what she thinks is actually really happening. So she takes an axe and legitimately kills somebody on set and everybody's freaking out. The actress who she thinks is her sister starts running away. She starts chasing her and then... The actress is like, I'm not your sister, I'm not your sister, you got to leave me alone. And then she's just, it's sort of like the last five minutes is her lying in the field, screaming out that it has to be her. And then it sort of flips into, I guess, what she believes is her happy ending, which the happy ending is, yes, this is, I am your sister and thank you for saving me. And then it progresses from there to kind of show this sort of back and forth little glitchy thing where... You're shown what might be her perspective, but then again, it's also the perspective of what she thinks reality is. So you kind of don't even get to really see what's happening because you're only seeing her quote unquote happy ending, which essentially the clips into reality show that she's actually kind of lost it a little bit because she's still obsessed with the idea that this random actress is her sister. So there is no real defining clarification on if there is like what which part is the actual reality but what you're led to believe is that she's kind of snapped the idea of all of the shit she deals with at her job and the now has to accept death of her sister she's sort of snapped and has lost sense of what reality really is but then the film also doesn't really give you any other indications of what the reality is because it's kind of just showing you what she sees while kind of giving you a glimpse into what could possibly be the reality, but it never ends with anything else besides what what we see her going through. I just think that if they 
I think it's a short film, so I think it's like 90 minutes or so. If they gave it an extra 20 minutes and dove a little deeper into all of that censorship stuff, stuff, I think that would have been just a little bit more added to the film, in my opinion, just because I loved all of that. And I think all of that was great. I wouldn't even mind an I- the idea of a sequel to this film. I think I think it's totally worth revisiting, even if it's just a different story from a from the perspective of somebody else who works in the censorship department. You know what I'm saying? Like keep it in the 80s, keep everything the same, you know, maybe even go deeper into the storyline of how there was this movie that got through that sort of wasn't meant to get through, so that kind of causes her to have a little bit of drama at work. You know, there's there's a lot of conflicts going around it's the conflict of of accepting her sister's death it's the conflict of work and it's the conflict of her separating reality from what her perception of reality is it's a very interesting film and it's very well worth it especially if you're looking for a quick watch like under 90 minutes or at least 90 minutes at most for a film that doesn't feel that short and i say that i would like 20 more minutes because i want 20 more minutes of the right stuff i want 20 more minutes of the deeper dive of working for the censorship department. That That's what I would have liked. It's not really necessary to still enjoy the film. That's just me being a little nitpicky. But the film itself, totally worth it for this year, if you have not seen it yet. It's only a couple of years old. I think you can find it maybe on Shudder if you have it, or maybe try to find it on, see if somebody's got to post it up on YouTube. I forget how I saw it, but it's totally worth it. 